good, y'all? This is the You The Crazy One Podcast. I'm your host, Taji Akeem. Got my co-host, Shantae, in the building. Hey, y'all. And Dre in the building. What's happening? Not the Dre y'all have heard on here recently, but the Dre from... Well, he was on some podcasts when we was at Underground Railroad back in the day. But this is my part-time producer. Um, but we're not going to be talking about music today. Although we will be talking about entertainment to a degree. So, you know, Dre in the building. Fresh voice for y'all. So, like I said, we're going to talk about entertainment today. Um... I thought, thought about this because I was listening to a radio station not too long ago and they were playing. I just turned on the middle of the show. I'm not exactly sure how they got on the topic, but they were talking about old, I think they were talking about old horror movies, talking about the nostalgia of them and whatnot. And they played Jaws, like the original Jaws trailer. And it took me back. And they started talking about how like terrifying it was to hear that in the 70s when Jaws came out, I think it was 75. And... When I was listening to it, I was like, damn, like, that's crazy, like, how threatening that sounded, even now, because the way they did stuff in, se- in the 70s was different than how they do stuff now in the movies. Like, mm. it feels watered down to me. Yeah. Now, a lot of people listen to this podcast, y'all didn't grow up in the 70s or whatnot, and some of the younger generation don't even go back to listen to older stuff or Watch experience it. older music, mm-hmm. older older movies, older, t- older TV shows and stuff like that. So, you don't really know what it feels like now. I was born late 70s. I didn't experience Jaws, the original Jaws, when it came out. But I feel like in those times, we still were exposed to that stuff for some reason. More so than the kids now are exposed to stuff that came out before their time. Right. Like, so I felt Jaws. Like, it, like I don't know when I saw the original Jaws, but when I saw it, obviously, it came out before I was born. But I felt like I was experiencing it the first time when it came out. I mean, when I f- first saw Jaws. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I yeah. probably was in my, I don't know, early teens or something when I first saw that. I don't yeah. know. If you listen to, like, how the Jaws, I'm going to play it, like, the original Jaws trailer. And the, the the way the dude's voice sounds. What you looking at me like that for? Because I was for some reason I was like, dee, 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 dee. no, that's twice. That's a, yeah, that's my Jaws. But that's another <laughs> thing too. Like that, you could. That's another type of thing. Like that one. Would that work now? I mean, that's just the music. So, and then the music on Jaws too. The ding 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 ding. I feel like, like, like it was it was very simple but effective. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna play it so y'all can get an idea of what I mean. There is a creature alive today who has survived millions of years of evolution without change, without passion, and without logic. It lives to kill. A mindless eating machine. It will attack and devour anything. It is as if God created the devil gave him Jaws. It is his God created the devil. <laughs> they were so and dramatic back Jaws. then. And the voice. Oh, like, worked. Yeah, so they yeah, have, I don't know if you know, so they have like a new voice that does like threatening sound in mo- like horror movies or whatever, but it's not that deep voice type dude. It's like a, it's like a, how can I describe, what adjective can I describe? Yeah, so he did it like, it is if God created the devil. So the new voice would be like, it is if God created the devil. You know what I'm saying? It's a little yeah. different. <laughs> it's not like, like the deep. Phone. Sound like the movie phone dude. Exactly. Used to call yeah. in on movie phone. <laughs> the nasal yeah. guy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> As if God created the devil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, so the question is, could that type of thing work now? No. And, and if not, why? Not necessarily. I think it would have to be done very intentionally and very well. I think part of the reason why it's not as effective now, I mean, there's a few different reasons 
one of the main ones is I think we're desensitized to it. Like Jaws was groundbreaking when it came out. Now we've seen Jaws, we've seen Sharknado, we've seen what's the Anaconda. Like we've seen fifty eleven movies about big scary ass animals um, that are attacking people. So now it's like we're kind of desensitized to it. So if you were going to do it and make it so it could get the same shock value, I think it would have to be done. It can't be done the way movies are done now, where it's like we're just trying to throw this movie out. The plot isn't well thought out. You could tell they didn't really take their time to do it. Like they just put it out because they want to hurry up and make the money. That's how they doing movies now. Now. But, But the thing is, like, can you do it, though? Yeah, I think they can do it. But again, but we haven't seen anything like Jaws since Jaws. Which lets me know it can be done, but we clearly don't have the right people in doing producing scary movies I'm to try, be able I'm to do it. I'm trying to think it. if I believe it can be done. Do you, you think so, Dre? I don't know about now. Only because of the way they make movies now. I think they focus too much more on the, the special effects the special side of things. Shit. Yeah, and shock the value. Actual, the cerebral part of it, where yeah. they would make you right. you know feel things by what they put on the screen, the suspense. The anticipation of something happening. I think that's the good. I think that's it. Because I I do think they're good with the music and stuff. Decent with the music. They've realized music could bring a lot of, but it's the anticipation and the suspense. Yeah. And I'll I'll tell you why I say that too. And it's weird that I'm actually in on this because last night I tried to watch that new, uh, was it Evil Dead Rise that came out? That horror movie. I tried to watch it. I couldn't really get into Evil it. Dead yeah, Rises, Evil Dead Rises, yeah, yeah. We it watched on, it as well. It was on last night. And it seemed to me it was more... Okay. They, they go more towards yes. the shock value yep. and the visual. Yep. Hard yes. than the cerebral. Get so, into your brain, get into your, your emotions. E- Evil your Dead movements. Rise, I think they missed... They could have hit on something with that and they missed it. Because yeah. they went... Oh, it's exactly what you said. They went overboard with the... With the, the gore, yes, and the and the scare tactics and all that, they didn't go subtle with it. And if right. you think about like The Exorcist or The Omen and like all those movies, like in the seventies, that really worked at us all time great horror movies, they didn't go overboard. Yeah, it was subtle stuff, subtle, eerie, weird feeling stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, even atmosphere with um, like even movie like The Exorcist. You would see a scene where somebody was walking down the alley, and you see the mist, right? And it created right. yes. this thing for you to feel, even though you couldn't touch it. Yep, visceral. Because they leave a lot to the imagination. I think there's something to be said about leaving something to the imagination. Yeah. Sometimes it's scarier when your mind has to do some of the work. They did have some, Taji mentioned, they did go too far with it because they had some points. It's like, yeah, this is good. That voice, the recording of the guy doing whatever mantra or chant, that was kind of like scary, like Jaws voice level scary. But they did the oh. most with it, so it didn't, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, it with the record the yeah with the yeah. record yeah. playing yeah. yep they missed on a few things like they had some elements in there that could have really worked but they just went over the they top the, even some yep. of the music some of the scary sounds they made were good yeah. now what makes me think that this could be done is look at the movie like it follows that's a recent that's a recent movie and I think no I didn't see it go watch it yeah, it's I'll on Netflix it they did a really good job I think with sound. Very good job. Well, and it they, wasn't first of even, all, they didn't have real music in it. It was just like a ding. Wasn't it? it yeah, I don't, it was, like, dun, like, I don't think they had like real dun. elaborate scores. Yeah. It kind of gave me Halloween vibes. Oh, okay. You know, like where they would play like 
music like ding ding and then like pan out of something kind of creepy yeah. like oh, okay. a woods or Sound a forest or something kind of yeah. yeah yeah so it follows was about the haunted well the that's what we, that's what we think it's about <laughs> but it was about basically like if you have sex with a person you pass on this thing that will kill the person you had sex with and so they have to have sex with another person so they don't get killed and then it follows the next thing wow. and the and the it is like a person but you can't really see it well, the it takes a form. Can, hold up. The only person that can say it again? It takes a, it can take the form of different people. Yeah. So it looks different every time you see it. Gotcha. But it, it's always walking towards you, like slowly charging towards you. But it's not... You, the only person that can see it is the person it's following. Yeah. So you got a timer on you. Basically. Pretty much, unless yeah. you pass it on to somebody else. And then if... So say you pass it on to somebody else, that person gets killed by it. Now it's going to come it back for you. to the original person, yeah. <laughs> so you gotta so, make so, sure you're passing on crazy. to somebody and try to give them the knowledge so that they could hopefully overcome it and pass it on quickly to somebody, somebody else. else. Yeah, so we wow. we just you know thought that maybe the metaphor is like an STD or whatever, yeah. sort of like yeah. loosely must, uh, STD metaphor. Not even loosely. That's pretty. It's pretty. Well, the coming back, the coming back, the coming back to you thing is not really has, don't have nothing to do with STDs, but but yeah, but the way it's done. I, I thought it was impressive because a movie like that makes me feel like it's possible to bring back like the 70s effect to horror, to the horror genre. Okay. And it was actually based on period pieces. It was kind of based in the 80s, I think. Mm-hmm. It's 70s. I think so, yeah. yeah. Like, so. like if you look at the technology and stuff, now it wasn't like in your face, this is the 80s, but and based on the technology feel. and stuff that they were using in the, in the movie, yeah. I feel like it was supposed to be like in the 80s. And it had that feel... Mm-hmm. Like, when you watched it, just from the look of it, it doesn't feel like something that's modern Brand day, new. that's set now. Yeah. yeah. That's um, another thing, too, that I was thinking about. The, the technology back then, the film that yep. they used, mm-hmm. the types of cameras they used, the environment they were in. It's yeah. just, it makes it look different. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino. Sometimes yeah. the stuff is way too animated and right. it looks too clean or artificial. Yeah, I hate HD. Am I the only person who hates HD? I feel like especially when I it comes to a lot of these. But you can yeah. you can do that with HD. Yeah, like you can. Quentin Tarantino put some effort into trying to make his purposely look like, you know, like 60s and 70s type movies. Vintage cinema. Yeah, like he used that type of, you know, camera work or whatever you want to call it, uh, videography. But there's other elements too, like, you know, like I mentioned the voice. So that that music, the dun 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 dun. I think you could do stuff with music now that could work. But that whole thing, the way Jaws did that, and like Jaws inspired like a whole fear of sharks that never stopped. Like all the way up until modern times, yeah. the fear of sharks is probably because of Jaws. Like it's the timeless. terror, the terror that we have about sharks yeah. probably comes from Jaws. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People scared to go in water. Like yeah. comes That's from Jaws. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, now, if a person, if a young kid today watched Jaws, they might laugh at it. Mm. Yeah, cause well, you got the Meg now. You got the Meg, and, which is lame. Yeah, very. And uh, but they'll laugh at it because Sharknado, of the like, because of the effects and you know effects. it's not yeah up to par with you know with modern times as far as that. I'm telling Shantae before that like there's something about I don't know what we may have watched where you like laughed at the special effects. I can, I don't know what it was, but I was telling there was something about like the appreciation for the effects for the time that the movie was made. Right. So, like, the old King Kong, for example, way before my time, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. But I love watching it because of the type of, because of the effects. Because of the way it Even looks. though it's, like, to, by the day stairs, it's, it's laughable, it's but hard, yeah. you got to appreciate it for the time that it was in. And it's right. like, you'll never get that feel back again. Because, 
like I don't I can't explain what it is, but no, like that I'm with you on yeah. that. Because I feel that way about uh the thing, the John Carpenter's mm-hmm. the thing. Yep. That slimy stuff and oh, like yeah. it, like the eighties had their their like version of like eighties was like slime and <laughs> I think you can appreciate it, but it doesn't you can have an appreciation for it, but it doesn't mean that it's going to hit and have the same effect as it did in the 70s. I appreciate The Exorcist, but I watched Exorcist after having seen Saw and all these other movies, so it didn't hit the same. It didn't? No. Uh, I mean, it creeped me out. Don't get me wrong, but right, I'm What about sure- that movie Brood? Remember that? Refresh my memory. So it was about this lady who had like, she had like, like creatures coming out of her stomach and stuff. Oh, that? yeah, that was creepy. <laughs> it was slime and all that. It was like, but and the, and the effects wouldn't last now, but it was like, wasn't that like creepy and nasty? It was, but in the back of my head, I'm still looking at these effects, and it's like, these are kind of so, so, so with the brood, you were thinking about the effects when you watched that? Was it the forefront of my head? No, but there still is acknowledging that I'm watching something that's inferior to the effects that we have today. And, that's, and you were thinking it while watching it? It was the thought that became, yeah. Mm. I feel like <laughs> I feel like it would be I don't think re- that ruins like the movie watch this period. I don't feel like it ruins it. I think like you you mentioned like I have an appreciation and acknowledging like this was good for the time, but now I mean we could have done better. See, if that, it was that's ne- millennials today. millennials yeah. and down. That's how they think about stuff. Yeah. Oh my god, it's not just down to I have eyes and I can see. Like Ray Charles could look at that and see that the quality is different. But it's not about that. You shouldn't even be thinking about it. You should just wow. watch it and appreciate it for what it yeah, is. Try and transport yourself yeah, back like, to that exactly, time. Think exactly. About this was the technology yep. that was available yep. at the time. So don't think about what's going on now. Just think about then. Yeah. Had that nostalgic experience versus trying to compare it. Right. Because if you try there to compare it, it's never yep. going to work. <laughs> I dig it. Like, I think like the brood now would be corny because it has the, the, the good technology. If they redid the brood now, it would be lame because it would be, it would be all about the technology. Yeah, and then they would have to rely on shock value and find right. other things yep. to pull right. out of it. Yep. I'm not saying that that's not the case. I'm just saying that for me, especially after having, like, I've seen Titanic, like, all these, uh, Avatar, all these great, you know, all these movies that have amazing um, Well, see, but, like, Avatar effects. and stuff like that are great on, by today's standards. Like, they is made for today with the enhanced technology and stuff of today and then separates itself on that level. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? So the avatar is something that stands out by modern technology standards. Right. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, so I love The Exorcist. The Exorcist is probably one of my top scary movies. I, The Exorcist creeps me out when I watch it. But when I look at it, especially that scene where her head swivels and like how she looks, I'm like, yeah, we could have, like, if it was done today, the makeup would look so much more realistic. Like, it would just hit just right when it comes to the effect. Well, uh, so that goes back to the original question. Can you do it now? Now, again, let's go back to like the Brood. Um, Brood was a typical 70s movie. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't see that. So it's a typical 70s style horror movie where, you know, it has the eeriness, the peep, the weird people, uh, kind of risque concepts in it a little bit, like kid, kid, k- k- killing kid murderers like Story the, the kids are murderers you know what i'm saying like <laughs> and kid killing killing kids there you was, know it was strengthening why are you looking like that oh now scenes from the movie yeah. are like jumping up in my head that one scene where the little kids are attacked 
are attacking somebody. Yeah. And yeah, the kids yeah, yeah. are like monsters and stuff. Yeah, and, like, and they were kind of creepy. And yeah, the scene I'm talking about where something comes out of the woman's stomach, like she is, I think she bears the brood, which is the, the murderer's kids. So it's a scene. A huh? Does she have a litter of kids? How Basically. did they end up spreading? Uh... I'm not even sure. It's a very, it's like I said, it's a weird, weird seventies yeah, type. Now like, I'm I remember the name, it. but I never, I never seen it. So I'm trying to think. So if you did that mo- modern, you know, did you remade that in 2023, you know, or f- going forward, right? It would have to have that weird element that the seventies brought to the table that made the movie. It wasn't just about the technology. It, like that was the last thing you're thinking about with the brood. It was the weirdness that led up to. The part where the stuff comes out of her stomach and all that, mm-hmm. like it was already weird before that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and the kids, you could tell the kids were like kind of fake in some scenes, but that it was almost like they added to it because it's like just so creepy. It's like these fake looking kids, <laughs> like a kid flies out of the cell, but it's like a doll kind of. But if you pay, if you really pay attention to it, but like the stiffness of the thing, it just looks, it just makes it look weird. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole presentation is weird. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. Um, so that part I don't think you could do now because it would be comedy. Yeah. So I'm trying to think. So the best be you can do immediately, right? <laughs> right. So, I mean, yeah. obviously, but you don't think that nowadays somebody wouldn't come and take certain clips from that and make a meme out of it? That's funny. From the original brood. Yeah. What you mean? Like the like the. Dollar like that would still that movie is a meme could be a meme today as well like taking looking at that little stiff child jumping like you just take that little clip that's a meme right there eh, i don't know not not that movie i don't think you could take stuff from that movie like it wasn't that blatant unless you really paint you know what i'm saying if you if you compare it to today's standard you'd notice it but if you're just watching the brew for what it is like you didn't notice it i don't think but if you're really paying attention, like put it put it like this: if you if that movie was made today, the same way, it would be noticeable. But because you're watching it before a '70s movie, you're not noticing it because it fits with the whole it fits with the whole presentation of how that movie was made. I think why it didn't work in the '70s is because they had never seen good effects before, didn't so they work or did work. <laughs> they were just like you mean this why is it did bad. work in the '70s? Why yeah, sorry, yeah. why it did work? They weren't accustomed to that, and that's what I'm saying. I think we get desensitized, like. We're at a point now where we've, I won't say mastered, but we have, for lack of a better word, mastered effects in movies. We've mastered technology. We can make a movie that looks like these alien people are literally living underwater and make it look real, like you're actually underwater. So they didn't have that in the 70s. So they took any little jaws, probably looked terrifying to them because they'd never seen effects like that before. There's some movies that I look at that were made back then that, that I do kind of laugh at myself even. If I look at them now, it's mm-hmm. like, what the hell did I find yeah. this to be scary? Like, like, let's be real. I love Child's Play, Chucky. But sometimes like, sometimes I'll watch that and kind of laugh. Like, why he look like that? Like, why is he moving <laughs> like that? Like, nowadays it would have been... And I honestly think for some movies, if you did it modern, there would be some elements that work better. Chucky was kind of funny how he moved and jerked around and stuff. He was, I think he was a puppet or something mm-hmm. in some scenes. Yeah. Now, I'm sure it's they can real. make a Chucky that like looks like a child and then that would be even creepier. If it actually right. walks like yeah, a right. child looks. Right. That's why the movie right. Megan, I think, did so well. 
that little doll looked like a person and it was creepy as shit because it looked so realistic. She moved realistically. But Megan, stuff like that did well for the short period of time that it did well. It's, it's, the problem with stuff now is that nothing stands stands apart enough to stand the test of time as a great movie, a great horror movie no more. Well, something like that, I think it would be hard to because you have so many... This is like the 511th time that we're seeing a movie about a creepy doll that kills people. So I think because it's not class, it's hard. There would have to be a very well done movie about dolls that would be a classic, that would be timeless, that we would remember. Yeah. But we're going to remember the child's play. We're going to remember other movies with creepy dolls because they were the first ones that did it. You need those timeless, you need those timeless pieces, whether it's the theme music or the character itself. Or the the characters in the story, a lot of this stuff from the, the earlier eras, I think, just had better story strength. I think so too, but just I still think I still think we're over underestimating the fact that it was unique. Like, okay, oh yeah, um, for sure, par- Paranormal Activity. Yeah, that really wasn't a great. The acting wasn't great. It really no. wasn't a great movie. Oh, not um, sorry, The Blair Witch Project. Okay, acting wasn't good. Mm-hmm. But I would consider that a classic and timeless because it was something different that yeah. was done. Paranormal Activity came following that same like point of view kind. Of, sorry, I think I spat in that direction. Oh, no, sorry about that. Um, point of view like kind of shoddy at home footage, like lost footage vibe. Mm-hmm. Paranormal Activity again, not a great movie. It was done years after the Blair Witch Project, but I think that still stands out as classic. Because it was kind of done in a little more refreshing of a way. I think we underestimate uniqueness. But but Blair Witch also came out at a time where that worked. Because but it would have came out late nineties. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so nobody had ever seen that before right. when Blair Witch came out. So that was also new and fresh. Right. But if you did Blair Witch now, hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying. Paranormal Activity, I think, was the okay Blair Witch Project, and that was done years like ten. 15 years after the Blair Witch Project, but it still was able Paranormal to hit. Paranormal activity? Yeah. Did it Did it hit like that? I'm, I thought it hit like that. Yeah, I think it did. did I can't it? remember which ones, but I think they, they did hit kind of hard. I think after the first one, I think they started going crazy with it. And you had yes, it, so. And it wasn't new anymore, and they, they did the most with it. I think yeah. they had like five of them. Same thing happened yeah. with The Ring. So, so The Ring I think is one of my top five, probably top five horror movies of all time. Scariest if we rank if we rank them by scary, not good. Okay, it's like top five for me. Yeah, the ring, and I think the Japanese thing that, that came out in front of it, a lot of people the liked grudge. it. Yeah, the grudge. The grudge. You know, you have your like, you know, your cult like people that like to shit on the ring because like, oh, the grudge was better. But I saw the grudge, I didn't think it was better. Uh, <laughs> the ring to me was groundbreaking. Like, so that's the last movie I saw where after seeing that I was walking home, like looking in, looking at the bushes in the dark and stuff like, <laughs> you know, like kind of like freak me out. Yeah. Like that, right? I was afraid to answer my phone. Wait, that was a grudge, wasn't it? It was like, uh, when you answered the phone. Was that the grudge? No, I think that was the ring. That, that was? Okay. I, I can't think. remember which one, but I was afraid to answer my phone because, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was the last movie I saw that was like that. And uh, after the ring, everything copycatted the ring. So those scare tactics don't work no more. Like even uh, the movie you, you were just talking about, um, Evil Dead Rise. Oh, yeah. The person twisting over, cracking. You hear their bones cracking. And they walk on all fours. Like that's been d- overdone a billion times. But the ring 
was one of the first movies that did it they on did like yeah, on like a, a blockbuster level when a woman came out of TV screen, the hair cover, covering her face, and she's walking on all fours. That mm-hmm. was crazy to see at that time. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then the faces and stuff. The faces, you know, and they showed the gl- this spl- showed the faces for a split second when a person would see the the girl, or whatever or whatever it is they saw that scared on the death. Right. That you they would show their face like their face is distorted for like a split second and go away from you. Like oh my god, like yeah, right. Yeah. Everything copycatted now, so now that don't work no more. Yeah. But do you know why? Another reason I think that the ring did so well. Because I think that was the fo- the first mainstream movie that mimicked Japanese horror film. I don't think we had seen certain elements of Japanese horror that were done before. So The Ring catapult. That's why all those came afterwards, because it was literally taking Japanese horror films and turning them American. So it lost its appeal after a while. But The Ring was groundbreaking because it was a different type of horror cinema than what we were accustomed to seeing as Americans. Yeah. <laughs> so not what we saw before. But I so think that, I heard that in Japan it didn't do as well as it did because here they because had the grudge. They, and they, they not had just the grudge. that no, not the grudge. They had already had cinema that looked like that before. All oh, right, right. Okay. Um but but I mean that's kind of like what happened here after the ring. So after the ring, you know, then we started becoming uh overloaded with that style of horror movie and that got to be we got desensitized to that. Like with horror, over time you had to keep trying new things. Like again, seventy mm-hmm. was weird stuff, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also the thing that existed in the seventies too, which I do kind of want to get into, is that they got away with doing things that today would be considered taboo and putting them in movies. Yeah. Um, sexual stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, like stuff involving children that people would be over hypersensitive about now. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, religious stuff, like mm-hmm. all kinds of things. Like they do have that in movies now, but but they tiptoe around it. You know what I'm saying? They're not making movies like uh, Stigmata now. Right, right. And then the 80s, it became slashers, slasher movies, right? Yeah. So Nightmare on Elm Street is on my top five. That's the first movie I remember that was like the slasher movie that terrified me to death. The first one? Yeah. Now, Friday the 13th was before that, but I wasn't really exposed to Friday the 13th like that. But I do remember being terrified on the back of like the the, uh, VCR box. They had like the I think it was I think it was part two or something. They had to do with like his leg cut off, and I was like, I'm not watching that movie. Like, they showed it on the back of the, the, the uh, VCR box. I was like, I'm not watching no Friday Thirteen. So so Nightmare on Elm Street was the first one that I was kind of like really exposed to as a kid. Uh, that terrified the hell. Just simple stuff like when Freddy's arms stretched out and he was he was you know walking down the alleyway and his arms was long and uh, they, scraping the walls, yeah, scraping the walls. Yeah. like that scared the hell out of me right because it's and like that's so funny because <laughs> i remember seeing that and like and i thought other parts of the movie were terrifying but that wasn't it yeah i so, think i laughed when i saw that for real when you saw it like, back what? then how old were you and what had you seen by then because she's she's a lot younger you 10 years yeah, younger so yeah, like that's right I so you was already exposed to slashers and yeah, stuff I was, like that yeah i think i had watched all the slashers by that point yeah, yeah so that wouldn't scare you if you had seen all that stuff you know yeah. what i'm saying but <laughs> but and then the ninety uh two thousands it became like um the ring came out around that time, right? In the two thousands. So that's when yeah. like the the um not paranormal but like uh what would you call that? Uh I don't even say like spirit stuff, but like demonic pos- yeah, I guess like, it wasn't necessarily demonic possession. Sort of, sort of. Yeah. Demonic stuff, the mm-hmm. demonic uh paranormal type stuff. Yeah. Um, and and also the movie you mentioned, um, Blair Witch, that sparked it. That that was like late nineties, so yeah. the live camera thing 
you know, people they didn't get overdone as much as like the ring thing, but it was done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think we, now it's been overdone as much as the ring was. I, yeah. I mean, they do that with a lot of movies. Not even just scary movies. They do it with like a lot of stuff. The yeah. live camera movies. Yeah. Um, and then what else came out after? I think now we still in kind of like the ring aftermath, with like the uh, the um, what's the movie? It's just that's another one coming out with like devils type paranormal stuff. Like that's with that's There's the, a bunch of them. Yeah. You got the Conjuring. The Conjuring. That's what I was thinking. You got the Nun. Yeah. Yep. The Conjuring. Now so the that, Conjuring. Yeah. I think that the Conjuring was. To, when I watched The Conjuring, I like felt refreshed. Like it was a breath of fresh air mm-hmm. and horror again. And I don't know, but I think it's because they simplified and kind of brought those types of movies, stripped it down to its roots. So it worked. Like most people, I think would have who seen The Conjuring would have it as probably one of the top like. Yeah, 20. a lot of people do. I never was into The Conjuring, but yeah, a lot of people have that rank very high. Um, and then we go before the seventies. Seventies was like. I mean, the further we go back, obviously, the simpler they get. Like, I'm, I'm picturing, like, the original Dracula John. <laughs> like, I don't even know if that has sound. It might have been silent. <laughs> like, yeah, but, oh, the original about the, one. Uh, the rat face, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Those for yep. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I was about to say, it doesn't have... way back. Yep. Yep. Um, they had the crazy, uh, just the music in the background. I was going to say, but it, that worked because... It was no sound, like no talking or anything besides like mu- music playing. All right, so let, let me time. take you to that then, right? If you watch that now, are you laughing at it? I might be. For real? Some of the things I might be. You couldn't see that movie for it, like it just is for what it, see it for what it was. At I that can time. see it. For I don't think what you have a choice, but it don't. And still laugh. I can't. Yeah, see I don't think it you have a choice, it is, but don't mean that I'm not watching the part and be like, okay, like this is a little crazy. Why? <laughs> because it is. It just is. <laughs> like, I don't understand why you don't think that those two things can exist. I mean, just they because can, I'm they laughing can. at something doesn't they mean can, that I'm, I'm they, bashing it. They can it. exist. They can exist. Like, like I think, when I, last time I watched Gremlins, I was dying at, like, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> because that was, the 80s, I think, is different. Because the 80s, like, I think it's okay to laugh at 80s movies. I think right? the 80s like, was a wild <laughs> time. They just did any old thing. Yeah, so yeah. like, the eight, when they, I think in the 80s, they expect you at some point like to laugh at them. Like, like, like yeah. at some point, it's going to be real funny in the future, but we're going to make this anyway. But, yeah, um, they went wild in the 80s. But like stuff like Dracula, like the original Dracula, I think you can't. You don't have no choice but to just watch it for what it was. It's black and white, just no, no like... Um, no like dialogue <laughs> like it's you know what I'm saying you don't but have a some choice. of his movements like I don't know what it I don't know what <laughs> contributes to this being done during like the later films and I don't know if I'm even going to be able to explain this well they the people didn't feel as relatable as like they spoke differently the, oh, the yeah, way yeah, they yeah. enunciated the day, yeah, yeah. and the internet yep. their movements and yeah. move movies like their acting it, it was, was it very was, different than it was today. it was definitely acting like you, it's hard to think that people in real life acted like they did in the movies so yeah. so that takes me to another good point on this topic which is that today's movies we stuck on horror i didn't want to talk about comedy but maybe that might have to be a whole different podcast because a similar thing too. happens in comedy yeah but today's movies it's like they strive to be too real and if they're not real enough people look at them pessimistic i think again why did the blair witch project work 
because it was real life. What was that? And that was the whole premise of it. Before you even watched the movie, it was creepy because it's like, whoa, this real life camera footage is found of these people like me who are just out in the woods. They had no makeup on. Like, not, there is something there. I think reality could be very effective. Well, t- today I think that's the only thing that is effective. Yeah. Like, because I mean, so you got stuff like, um, we've seen a lot of shit, like in order to scare us, you got to show us something real, like fantasy shit. Yeah, and, I, and I'm not us. saying obviously like movies like Evil Dead Rise are not real, but they have to have it be as real as possible for it to work. You have to make people believe that this can really happen, that people would really act this way. A lot of movies fail at it, mm-hmm. but, but, but I think that's what works now, like. You know, as time goes on, the the desensitization effect of everything. And people are just scornful now. Like, kids are scornful. They're going to laugh at everything. They're going to turn their nose up at everything. Man, that was stupid. You know, everybody's want to clown everything. You know what I'm saying? When we grew up, it was simpler times. Like, everything was simpler. Yeah. And everything wasn't, even if it was funny, you know, it wasn't like you clowned it. It was just like the 80s stuff. Some of it was funny, but you didn't clown it. Stuff was more innocent. But the weird thing about the innocent thing, right? The 70s wasn't innocent. No. The 70s were more risque than stuff is now. Yeah. And that's the, that's, the, oh. that's the contradiction with all of this to me. Because it's like now they want to censor everything, but, they, but things have to be real at the same time. It's mm. like it's not even because like the 70s show rape. Like all this kind of stuff would really gonna, exist, yeah. but now they don't want to show you that no more. Right. And I'm not mad at the rape thing because the 70s went overboard with that. Like, did who they? was it? Charles Bronson. But his did they, series though? of movies. I don't remember what they're called. They're like the first vigilante movies. Death Wish. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That movie had a rape scene in it that lasted for like five minutes. I actually saw that they wanted to pull it because at that time they were like, this is a lot to take in. But like a five minute very graphic, violent rape scene. I almost threw up in the middle well, of watching Let me ask you, that. though. You said that they go overboard, but that's real, though, ain't it? I don't want to see too real. You might not want to see it, but it's real, though, right? I don't need to see that, and nobody else does. I'm not asking if somebody you who wants see to see it, you need to be put in prison. I'm not asking if you want to see it. I'm calling the cops I, I'm asking you. if it's real. Not everything that's real needs that's to be That's not what I'm asking you, but it's real, right? Yes. It's, I, yes. it's, it's horrible to look at. But it's realistic. That's how a rape would happen, some of them. You don't need to show that type of stuff. When I say we want to see you need real to show things, it. I'm I not mean, saying you need to show it. I'm just saying, like, I'm just using this stream example to illustrate a point here. That today's movies won't show stuff at all because they don't want to, you know, the trauma that people are going to have to deal with. They want to, they, they censor more things. But there's a contradiction that exists in society, right? Where... Porn is readily, readily available to everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Video games show all kinds of violence and stuff in them. Excessive. Mm-hmm. People are committing more heinous crimes now than they did in the 70s when they showed stuff. So it's like, I don't know what that means. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. They showed a lot more in the 70s, for sure. Because you don't even see, you don't even really see nudity like that. They had nudity like crazy yes. in the 70s. Oh, yep. bullshit people. I remember, uh, the, yeah. you ever see the original Wicker Man? I don't know if it was original. It might have been the second one. The one that was in the 70s, the Wicker Man. I didn't see that. <laughs> that movie. I didn't see that. <laughs> it was like, it was like half of, it was almost like poor. Half poor. It was yeah. a horror movie. Yeah, it was. Like, yeah. They did a, they redid Wicker Man with Nicolas Cage and that has, I don't think they had any nudity in it. But mm-hmm. in the 70s one, it was almost really about that. Like, yeah. this dude goes to this island where it's, it's religious, taboo religious stuff and nudity. In it. And it was like these people these, in the cult, essentially, 
and they were killing. What were they killing? They people. were. They were killing people. Not necessarily like girls were going. Yeah, sacrificing. they were sacrificing people every year for this like celebration. <laughs> yeah. and somebody writes to this police officer like, "Hey, this girl went missing," but it was to lure him on the island. The girl was a part of it. It was to lure him on the island so they could sacrifice him for setup. their thing. Wow. And the girl, the world's biggest setup. And the girl, like the first time we saw, first time you see like nudity, it's this girl who you didn't. It just came out of nowhere. You didn't even think she was gonna be like this, and she's doing seductive dancing. And she, <laughs> she's completely nude, wow. completely that nude. That seductive man. dancing was out of pocket. Ass, titties, <laughs> vagina, everything. Right. And then they were so. Then it became. You know, you start seeing more and more people doing that, and like on uh, in the fields, everybody be nude, like women dancing around nude and stuff. Like this would, <laughs> they would show this guy. You wouldn't do that. They can't do it. They can't. Maybe they can. I don't. I don't even know if you can do that in a in a mainstream movie now. I don't know that you can either. That would have to be porn. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. A lot went back then that wouldn't go now. But did that mess people up? I think that I think obviously <laughs> over time. We're more we're more mindful of people's triggers and mental health because that's become more of a focal but point. But did that did that kind of stuff mess people up? Yeah, I don't think it did. More than now, when I first watched Death Wish, it messed. I remember it ruined my night. Like that Your night, scene but did was it mess so you awful. up beyond that? Yeah, it did. No, it didn't. I was it afraid to watch Stop movies it, after it that. Didn't I didn't know when I would see an awful rape scene. In it, it didn't mess you up psychologically. It could have. Who knows? Maybe it did. Forever. Because I can't even... <laughs> Forever and ever. So I would argue that the stuff that messes people up psychologic, psychologically forever is the more subliminal poison. The music being pumped into people. Every, you know, that stuff all the time. Yeah. Video games. You having fun, but what are you really watching on those video games? Like all kinds of horror and, and violent. And kids these days don't even know about faces of death. Right. They don't even know about that. Yep. What's Faces of Death? It was, uh, was it V8? That was VHS days, wasn't it? VCR uh, tapes? Yeah. It was, v- it was tapes that they had where you can see it all day long now on Instagram yep. and Twitter where you see like a graphic video of somebody getting thrown out of a, a vehicle when it crashes or something. You see the body hanging uh, out. Oh, They wow. had like actual footage. These were like forbidden videos. Like you had to go find them in dark corners and what CD neighborhood somewhere yeah. you couldn't just find them on the, the regular store do they show. have anything so was it like a that movie now? or was this a think. compilation of like real videos yeah it was compilations it was just like real stuff like the stuff you see where they say see real because it's blurred out they don't want you to see it because it's graphic uh, and then you click on it and see what it really happened no, you know what's crazy about that man I don't think they really have an equivalent to that now because it probably as graphic as the movies are when it's real people don't want to see it yeah what do you That's mean? crazy. Like so, like the face of, of death thing, like you see stuff like that in, depicted in movies, horrible stuff that we've never seen. Like we desensitize when it comes to movies. Like you gotta be so extreme to make people be like, oh my god, you're not going to see the movie theater cameras no more. Where people are like, oh, you're not, you're not back in the day yeah. and see that. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see like, that no more. They can't really show you yeah. anything because people know it's fake, right? If they, if you saw the same thing in real life, people would be horrified. I think. I don't you think, think people desensitize like real life stuff? Look at the. Is there a version of faces? Is there a first? Is there is there a version of faces of death that exists now? Go on YouTube and watch. There's YouTube videos where compilations where you could watch people being blown well, up. Do people it watch shows, it? 
Yes. Yeah. No, I no, no, like no, 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 no. People watch anything. There's going to be people who watch anything, but do people flood to it? Is it like I when, when somebody if, you know watch it? People I know will watch it. I think it's a part of like that true crime subculture where like we're fascinated by but like it's a a real stuff. Right? Not not I, a mainstream culture. When I was little, a popular thing for me and my classmates to do, there was this website called like Celebrity Autopsies. I don't know if it's even still up. But we would go and it would show real life people, real life images of crime scene photos of celebrities when they died, people who died. Like, I remember that story of in New York of that woman who jumped off of a building and like fell on a taxi. There's a famous picture of her because they said she looked like they call her like the angel of death or something because she looked so pristine when she was laying on that car. When she landed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like watching somebody's like head get blown off now is a, you have to be extreme. Taji was wait, all wait, over wait, let the me news. Let me finish. Wait, what are you talking about? What's all, what's all over the news? When During the whole era in like 2006 in high school when Osama bin Laden was taking prisoners yeah, of war and chopping their heads off. Nobody wanted see, to see it. I remember CNN yeah. playing so it I'm over you, and over again. I'm not saying it didn't show. I'm saying the people don't want to, see, want to see, it. see it. The average person. Yeah, I guess the average person didn't want to see it. But now you do have people who flock to videos online. Because they're sick people do flock to anything. I'm saying you say you saying like it's a it's a subculture, but it's not a mainstream culture. Okay. Like I don't think I don't nobody I know will want to like see somebody's real head getting cut off. Nobody I know. You maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Outside do, of you. I do remember I was at work one time. Wait wait wait. Think stop stop for a second though. Would you though? Would you really want to see a real head getting cut off? I remember I was at work one time. <laughs> <laughs> and what with the sad face. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you, but Yeah. Cuz this was probably like 2010, 11 or so, and I remember there was a big story where the Mexican cartel had like kidnapped a bunch of people, a family or something, and then days later the news reported that there was a video out there. And I remember I was at work and somebody's like, Did you see this video? Like it's showing these people getting like beheaded, like five or six of them. I was like, Really? And you had no problem. Lo and behold, I was on Google like video. You didn't have no problem. Yes, curiosity got you ain't have no problem watching? I felt sick after watching right. I almost so, threw so this, up. this is more but to I my did po- still this watch is more it. to my point. This is more to my point. Yes, there's going to be people who will click right but it's not it's a total different experience than watching it on a movie and on a movie you willingly watch it and don't care yeah. it's not going to scare you you might even laugh at it if it's not real enough yeah that's but true. in real life people don't want to see it yeah yeah I people can't take seeing it yeah i, yeah, I think the, that's i see people in comment sections all the time talking about they're triggered they didn't want to see something because somebody just posted it up and didn't put the yes the uh preface on it with the see real because this is graphic or like a disclaimer yeah, like please trigger yeah. like you, and all that if like they don't do like the, that, uh, the sh- go crazy the shark killing thing recently so it was a, a shark that killed a guy is that mm. mexico uh it was egypt, egypt. off the coast yeah. of egypt. egypt yeah shark killed somebody that was a big thing like you know there was a debate about whether people want to see that or not uh they were the kid the kids that were killed or or um like a couple of years ago in the school or something like that, shot. I think it was a mass shooting or something. Some kids were killed. And there was a debate about whether that should be shown or not. Mm. Um, some people believed it should be shown because people need to be shocked, you know, shocked to their senses about this be, you know, gun violence being a problem in the country 
And if you don't show it, people are just going to keep, you know, acting like it's not a big deal. The shark thing, like, some people believe that that's insensitive to show the guy being killed, actually being killed. But obviously, you're going to be able to find a video. Well, the video existed. So yep. some things did put up disclaimers before, like, what you're what you about to see is graphic or whatever. Right. Uh, but a lot of people had a problem with it being available. Yeah. So there's what exists now, political incorrectness about what real images people should make available to the public. That may have always existed. I just find it a little ironic that you have more graphic images that are fiction and it's passable. Mm-hmm. I don't find that strange at all. In, in some areas, though. Like, you have more graphic music. You have more graphic slasher-type images and movies. But they will censor, like, a rape. They will censor, like, religiously com- conflicting-type ideas sometimes. I'm not talking about, like, devil you know, images of the, of the devil and demons and stuff like that. I'm talking about things that may make you think about somebody's religion in a pessimistic way. Like some of the movies in the 70s did. Mm-hmm. Like they kind of mm-hmm. made Christianity look evil. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. They won't do stuff like that now. What else? Like I said, things involving children, they kind of stay away from that. Mm-hmm. Although Evil Dead Rise did have children get yeah. killed in it. Yeah. Well, I, I found Very that a little graphic. shocking. Yeah. <laughs> that was wild. Very graphic. <laughs> By their own mother. Like, yeah. I didn't see and that. It, and the children in the hallway and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I found that a little shocking, though, that they yeah, actually that did was that. Wild. Yeah. That whole movie was over the top for me. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yo. Porn. Like I said, porn is like, we don't even talk about porn. Porn is maybe responsible for many of the ills, most of the ills that exist in society. <laughs> a lot of reasons why people are missing work and not coming back (laughs) (laughs) it's messed up a lot of relationships problem we don't even talk about it Mm. but yeah so like the desensitization thing it exists in film not just film like all all areas of the arts I would Mm -hmm. say people are desensitized and I think that's I think that's messing up our like the human that's messing up human beings at at our core Mm -hmm. think about how long it's been going on right it's gotten it's gotten worse and worse. Like since more and more the beginning extreme. of cinema, right? And it's getting more and more extreme at a quicker pace now. Yeah, and they turned it. Every, they turned everything up. Hey, so maybe that's why they try to censor certain things, but it's like they try to counteract. But like the entertainment industry is like a, it's a it's a monster of its own now. You can't you, like we saw what happened with with hip hop. Like you can't. It's nothing you can do to stop it now. Runaway train. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's about money and that's all that's why the movies are getting dumber that's why it's less about like we opened up this podcast talking about that's why it's less about being a good movie and a writing and more about how much you can shock people like whether you can break through that barrier and actually shock somebody yeah i think a lot of movies because i think since streaming sites became like the main i have to say that they're one of the main places where people watch movies and consume movies entertainment there definitely is a recipe that they use for a movie and I find that movies are put out quickly and they only care about being in the top streaming it's not a concern about is this a good quality movie yes. did it have mm-hmm. a good plot a was good it well point. written yep. was it even at well acting yeah it's just can we get this in the top because what happens is people go and look for what's in the top streaming and they're gonna watch it whether it's good or bad mm-hmm. and as long as you have I also think that our rating scale of what's good is skewed I know mine is um so low bar if something yes if something can hold your attention if it's scary and it can make you be like uh or just like have you like give you a few jumps then it did its job and so it'll be more likely to have a favorable rating yeah yeah the the bar has been lowered 
Dramatic yeah. Death was a good movie. You see that in the actual movie ratings. Like if you go to IMDb, wherever you see movie ratings and stuff, you can't trust what the critics or the fans say anymore. Like you just kind of have mm-hmm. to watch it and figure it out for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but she's right about like the streaming thing. Again, you see it in all arts. You see it with music. Like it's n- it's less about doing videos and making a good music now. It's more about how, what's going to get the TikTok plays. So you gotta have the catchy thing that's going to loop on catchy hook or whatever's going to loop on TikTok. It's Vi- going to go viral. Right. And the video is the same thing. A minute video. You don't have to do a real video. Do something that lasts for a minute that's going to get looped. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's, yeah. you can make money. That's the bottom line, right? I'm trying to think. Because it's something, something you said made me think about another genre, but it wasn't kind of comedy. Vaguely coming back. So like desensitivity has something to do with desensitivity in, in, uh, in general. Shit, lost it again. But basically, as far as like the comedy thing, people are just in general getting oversaturated with all areas of entertainment. So there has to be something that's going to hold your attention. So the effect of desensitization, a lot of it has to do with attention span. Right? So people now are more patient, mm-hmm. more, oh, anxiety, they have anxiety issues, right? So there has to be like some type of stimulation that's constantly hitting you, hitting you, hitting mm. you. Right? Yeah. And if you don't get that, that's why even just drive around the street, you got people beeping as soon as the light turns green. Like right. they're, 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 people are hyper. There has to be something that stimulates you. If, you. if it doesn't within the first, it depends on what it is. There's different you know time periods that it'll take to stimulate you. But if it don't hit soon enough, they off, they off of it. Yeah. Right? Mm. I would go back to the different hairs on that and, and say that there's definitely a, a relation in those times versus now because everything happens so fast stuff comes out so fast mm-hmm. you don't have to wait anymore like jaws came out you had to wait a couple of years for the next one came out right mm-hmm. or yeah, uh, tv yeah, shows yeah. you know you watch it up to a certain point and then it stopped and like oh man i gotta wait till next year for the, the new season now it's like you know a season comes out you watch the whole thing then you gotta wait because you didn't want to wait to watch the episodes yes that's a good like point. pacing up the episodes out you just binge watch them yep and then you're lost. Then yep. You gotta go find the next thing to watch. And then you've been watching, binge watching that. Yeah, That's yeah. True. It's like a what has happened with entertainment is like a mad scientist that like just keeps creating and creating and creating, and he can't get enough. It's like the, he created a Frankenstein. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. an abomination. Now. Insatiable machine. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like the music. I mean, the uh, entertainment industry is is a is a Frankenstein now. Mm-hmm. It's an abomination. Because you got you got to keep. It's no longer like if you try to do a quality movie, it'll get lost in sauce. Because even like the which you talked about with like the ratings and stuff, like you don't know what to trust no more. I was watching uh, this. This is recently that I saw to kind of illustrate this point that I was thinking about the movie Sixty Five, right? You know the movie uh, Adam Driver, right? Right. Yeah. Netflix. So, I didn't watch it, but I started to watch it. I had to go back and watch it. All right. So we looked up the reviews on that, and the reviews were kind of like mild, like. I think the critics had it higher than I think the fans, but none of them were super high. That made you think the movie was bad to the point where I almost like, I don't even want to watch don't it. Don't even bother looking at yeah. it. I was, I was thinking, though, they rate movies bad. Like, who knows what people might, they might be rating it bad because like something <clears throat> involving race was in it that people didn't like. You know, so, you, so I'm like, you know, I'm going to watch it. Go they ahead and watch it. They might not like Adam Driver in the last Star Wars movie. Exactly. It could be <laughs> anything, man. Yeah. Right? So, so, so I went ahead and watched it. And I thought it was I thought it was decent. Now, it wasn't like it's never gonna win no awards or nothing, but it was a decent movie. What I found interesting was I've always been into dinosaurs and stuff. 
Jurassic Park took that concept and just just went crazy with it. The mm-hmm. first Jurassic Park was good, and then he just kept making them and making them, and making them. Now you kind of desensitize the dinosaurs, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> <laughs> so this movie, what I felt interested about the trailers was it felt different. The trailers felt different. I was like another dinosaur movie, but it feels a little bit different than mm-hmm. Jurassic Park, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I liked about it. It was true to that. Yeah. It was based on a prehistoric time. It wasn't like dinosaurs modern now. Right. So the whole planet felt threatening. Mm. It was different. But what they didn't do is they didn't have a bunch of big, glorious, you know, like dinosaurs all over the place. You didn't see brontosaurus in the trail walking. You didn't see none of that. It was just like little dinosaurs here and there. So a T-Rex at the climactic moment, stuff like that. But it wasn't like all about the special effects of dinosaurs. It was right. more about him trying to get off this planet. Right, right. Right? <laughs> so, so maybe that's what people didn't like about it. And the trailer, I think where the trailer went wrong was they might have presented it like it was going to be like Jurassic Park. Like Jurassic Park. Right. But when they, people actually saw it, they probably like, man, it's no dinosaurs, which, which kind of lends to what I'm talking about, about the desensitization or the hyperactivity and a, and a need to, be, to have your senses be banged over the head with things that's going to, uh, that's going to hold your attention nonstop. Right. right? So he wasn't running around for a full half hour being chased by right, right, right. dinosaurs. Doing gymnastics and stuff, yeah. It wasn't like that. Right. Dinosaur <laughs> right, right, right. He wasn't. It was like the perils of the island or the, okay. wherever they were. I'm not I don't trying to get stuff away. But it was yeah, yeah, it was yeah. the perils of this place that he was at, more so than just the dinosaurs. Right. right? right. And I think that's the movie got didn't get good ratings. And I, I think that's that's why. They probably they're not gonna say that, but I think that's why. Like it didn't hit like Jurassic Park if you were looking for Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. And I think going along with like what you were talking about, about anticipation before, I think that spans not just throughout all different movie genres. There's no buildup in movies anymore. And I'm victim to this as well. My attention span is very short. I need to be stimulated. I went back and tried to watch the show The Wire, a good show, but I found myself losing interest. There's a lot of dialogue. There's scenes where nobody gets killed. There's scenes where drugs don't get exchanged and there's no drama. You like, know what's funny about that? If I watch The Wire now with somebody who didn't watch it, I feel uncomfortable. Because I know it's not like <laughs> enough going on. It's not riveting. Uh, yeah, so yeah. a person watching that with all the hype that The Wire has, like people all, everybody knows that The Wire, people rank The Wire like top five yeah. of all time. Yeah. If not number one. Most people probably have it number one, right? Yeah. <laughs> So if a person hasn't seen it with all the hype, they probably expect like, you know, gangster stuff, nonstop shooting and like all kinds Power. of stuff like that. And it's not like that. It's more about the writing, right? Yeah. So a younger person watched The Wire for the first time, if I'm watching, or not, it don't have to be a younger person. Somebody just never watched it before who's just now watching it for the first time now. I feel uncomfortable if I'm watching it with them. It's like, it's, it feels kind of boring to me, but only because I know it's probably feeling boring. To the, to the other person because it's not I remember this being a lot going on mm-hmm. because I saw it at the time it came out it, and it, came was like, out. it was like you said Dre you, you had to wait a week you know what I'm saying right. The Wire is the last show I remember outside of Game of Thrones where you was like counting down to the time it came on TV mm-hmm. <laughs> you would count down to the next week yeah. I wouldn't be I still haven't finished the series and I think it's a good show this is my <laughs> fault this is my toxic trait but you'll probably watch like Power which is like yeah. nowhere near, like right, b- exactly. <laughs> yep, yeah. something, every episode someone dies, and that's <laughs> and that gives me what I need. It is nowhere but near as good. It's like it's laughable. Yeah. But you brought up Game of Thrones. I think Game of Thrones is a movie, but I want to plug that it was a book, and that's probably why it works because that is a story where it was done well. 
They still had a good story. There was character development. But there was something happening like every episode. Like something big was happening yes. in that yeah. show all the damn time. Yeah. Yeah. But I think yeah. it, I wonder if it's the fact that it started as a book. Because with a book, you have 511 billion pages to build up a story. Like someone's not reading a novel expecting to so, get everything within the first few pages. So the Game, Game of Thrones is a good example of everything we're talking about. Because Game of Thrones, a lot of people who read the book didn't like the show. Because they changed stuff, right? But I keep explaining to people who read the book, who watch the show, it's like they have to change stuff because they have to make it appealing to the modern TV watcher mm-hmm. who needs the stuff that we talked about, constant stimulation. Mm-hmm. They had to change things to appeal to that type of viewer. Right. That's what they, that's what they have to do to make a show good now. Yeah. They've always been changing books. Game of Thrones had crazy character development, though. Yeah. Yes. Because they were... And it lasted over, like... Like they develop developing something from like episode one as you see show up in like season two, <laughs> like in the middle right. of the season two. Because you know it's saying? a series <laughs> of five books that are each about eight hundred pages. Right, right, right. Like right. he they had, had the benef- time they to had build. They had the benefit of building, of, right. of working off the books. Right. If yeah. Game of Thrones wasn't a book first, I doubt it would have hit the same as a TV show. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, and that not. character development, you maybe would have seen slight character development. Do you feel, sorry, this is a little off topic. Do you feel like movies nowadays, character and TV shows, character development, like I feel like the characters develop into worse people than they started the show off with? Uh, let me think. Do characters develop into worse people than they started off the show with? You mean do they do this as a formula? Is that what you mean? I think they don't know how to do proper character development and they're not thinking about authentic. So it's just, okay, well, let's like, it's hard to build a story when you're thinking about, okay, we got to stimulate the people here, kill somebody here, fight scene here. Well, yeah, but but, it's a a byproduct just writing suffering in general. Writing is, in the movies in particular, some of the shows that have good writing still. But the t- the movies, the writing is garbage. Now I'm no, I'm saying this broadly because obviously, just like in music, you got underground music is probably still dope. You got underground movies is probably still dope. Mm-hmm. But on a, on a mainstream level, the writing is garbage. Mm-hmm. Garbage. Yeah, a lot of people complain about it too. Do they? Yeah. People, even people I know. Yeah. Like that. Like I've had people that told me they were like seriously disappointed in some of the Marvel movies, the, the yes. recent Marvel movies that yes. came out. Yes. Yep. Writing is very and hardcore lack- fans. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, unfortunate. And writing is very lackluster. I'm going to just uh, say this before we go, since he brought Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> what they did with the Hulk is, to me, that's that's due to just not being creative enough as a writer to be able to write a hero, a character into the movies that you feel is too powerful. Mm-hmm. Hulk, the Hulk was like one of my favorite, probably my favorite hero, superhero, whatever you want to call him, in, back in my comic book reading days. And he pretty much just emasculated him and took him out of took him out of movies because if you had him in there as the Hulk, like the Hulk is, he would have been too powerful. And they couldn't figure out. A, I think they couldn't figure out a way to work him into the Marvel movies in a creative enough way to have the Lord of the Rings in it and have him in it at the same time. Yeah. So they basically wrote him out of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't think Marvel has. Mm, I don't know where their problem is. Maybe they're not paying the writers enough. They're doing too much. They're doing too much. And they make a lot of money, Possibly. so it's like they don't really care. themselves too thin. Yeah. But who I do think hit the nail on the head is whoever is doing and writing for the Batman movies. And this is where you bring up like everything has become so real. This is where I think it works well. I could never relate and did not care about Batman when I was little because he was such a caricature. Like. The um, Joker was a caricature, right? He was goofy, very animated, 
But over time, the Batman movies get realer and realer. Mm -hmm. That's why I think the Dark Knight Rises did so well. We saw a realistic version of a Joker that we feel like you could see anywhere in life. So it makes it scarier. It made it creepier. I agree with that. Even the last Batman movie. I don't think it got very good reviews. I know. But I think the thought of like an emo Batman who's conflicted (laughs) about his own wealth and privilege and trying to help people feels obligated. Like most people, if you think about it, can relate to that. Yeah, yeah I, I do think that's a good, that's a genre that did the more realistic thing and it worked to their benefit. But I think it did because it started off like a cartoon, like a, a comic book. Batman was like goofy as hell when it first came yeah. out. I but the comic, the comics weren't like that though, but that TV show, man, <laughs> <laughs> that fat Batman guy, like <laughs> even the Joker's voice. <laughs> <laughs> like, <I just> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So, so, I mean, I guess in conclusion, we say the, the the route that entertainment goes with trying to be more and more real does work on some levels. It does work on some levels, but it's it's counterproductive when it comes to the desensitization of people. Because the more extreme you try to get with realness, the more desensitized people are going to get. So the more you're going to have to keep doing extreme you're going to have to keep getting to compensate for your desensitization mm-hmm. so we're going to end that right now the next podcast we just want to get into some of these other genres like comedy and stuff like that um and get into the bigger picture with all this and what's going on with human beings and how it might tie into the way we live and how it can be destructive in some ways um to the way we we exist now there's always something bigger that's what this podcast is about so it's always a bigger uh bigger issue involved with all this stuff and nothing mm-hmm. happens by mistake in entertainment or nothing else. So Indeed. Anyway, so that's going to be our podcast for today. Let me shout out to Patreon. If you listen to this podcast, you listen to it regularly, you should be a Patreon uh, contributor. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash T-A-J-I-A-Q-I-B. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month to keep us, you know, being able to do this every week and do it even better. And uh, bring you and do it more regularly. You know what I'm saying? Because we got jobs and stuff. Get us to the point where we can <laughs> quit our jobs and do this regularly. You know what I'm saying? And uh, give you some good conversation a lot of other people are not doing out here. All right. So that's our show for today. For, for Taji Aki, Shantae, and Dre. If you ain't the crazy one, probably the crazy one. Peace. Bye. Yeah. questions. Some say I'm too outspoken, time to be on some other bitch Cancer shook, scared to quote it, bloggers don't want to publish it Rather be that than the token, y'all dudes be on some rubbish I'm trying to get that all in the open, on the table for expunging it I'm see shunning it, fuck it, either way they ain't touching it Either way, all I want is scholarly pundits discussing it I'm the hub of the mothership, but don't budge unless I budget it Take orders from no man, I do what the hell I want with it Y'all skate the lines, I rape the line Busting it, erase the line, draw it over and sign it So next time you know who create the line Display the lies, they try to twist it and say it's Satanized now I'm busy trying to twist it back around until we stabilize.